This episode of the Chicken Nick Show is brought to you by our friends at The Beanery. The best coffee, smoothies, lattes, cappuccinos, anything that you need to fit your every desire, they've got it there at The Beanery. Locations in Ashland, Gretna, and Papillion. Paul, who owns The Beanery, will serve you right. It's The Beanery, the official coffee provider of the Chicken Nick Show. Jay's win! Jay's win! Jay's win! I'm sorry. No. I'm, so- I'm sorry that we started no. that way. I don't know why. You know, you know what I expect from you? Pick me up. Make me feel better. You know, that's what I want from you, Matt. We're recording this on Sunday. It is 6 o'clock Central Time. The Creighton game, it, 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 it is like, it, they're still cleaning up the dust and they're still clearing the arena out. You Fresh. Wanna, you want to make jokes? It's too soon. Too is soon. It ba- is it bad that look? We're recording this at a time where Oregon hasn't taken the floor yet. No. Ball. No. 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 All right. So they haven't taken the floor yet. And that's how we're opening this show. So, look, could be egg on Altman's face by the time you listen to this. I don't know. We don't know. What do you expect I'm, from me tonight? I don't know what. I mean, chicken egg, I'm supposed to be all giggly and laughy and just all yugging it up. Everybody just have a good time. But what if I don't want to have a good time? Could you imagine if on the same day, Creighton and Dana both lose? No. <laughs> what am I supposed to do, Matt? Huh? What am I? What am I supposed to do? Not only did not only did Bill Snyder surmise the game, Creighton and Gonzaga, but it also ends the season. I mean, what am I supposed to do here? There's a lot going on uh, during that uh, Creighton game. We'll get into that in a little moment. I would like to start though <laughs> with what happened last week on this show. Yeah. And crazy. we'll get into Creighton and all that stuff. Yeah, all that current event, current schmints, you know, whatever. You want to talk about ay 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 No, I don't. Okay. Could you imagine having that name? ay 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 Every time I feel like every time I say ay I say it a little bit different. ay ay uh, John was struggling with it, and then that you ever hear someone else struggle with the name, and then it like it infiltrates your cranium. That's what was happening to me. Ayayi, ayayi. When, when he was hitting shots, did you want to go? Ayayi, Darren ayayi to make shots, and ayayi did he make shots? What I, I mean, someone needed to provide that analysis. Ayayi, ayayi. That's pretty much what was happening in the first half. Dude had a wet one. So did Nemhard. He had a wet one too. I'm sorry I derailed. Where are you? No, going you kind of got away from us a little bit. Yeah. Because by the time people listen to this, you know, they're not going to want to hear about, you know, getting your fannies waxed, which is exactly what happened to. Bill Snyder to Creighton in that game. Bill Snyder was asked after the game, and he was, this is shocking, he was the honorary head coach for Creighton. And it's weird that they had him do that. You wouldn't anticipate him do that. No. But they did, and he went to the podium, and they said, Bill, what do you think? And he said, well. I told him we just got our fannies waxed. Oh gosh! They did. All right. Well, enough. I We need to yeah. get to uh, what happened last week. Okay. So last week we did an episode, and the episode was entitled "Christian Bishop." Mm-hmm. 
and it was entitled Christian Bishop because of you and John Bishop <laughs> screaming, <laughs> doing incredible things uh, during the episode. Christian Bishop! <laughs> Come on, CB! Yeah! Oh, Christian Bishop! I mean, he made those like he made them all. There are still, that is the gift that has given so much joy to me this week, has given so much joy to listeners. The response to last week's episode where we dissected, I, I just timed it out, That's, that little clip, if you start it right when you start speaking, yeah. was 12 seconds long. Yeah, It's a 12 second long clip, and we spent upwards of 20 minutes on it, dissecting <laughs> the Different facets, different stages and, and scenes and acts in that play. And <laughs> the response to it was unprecedented, to be honest yes, with you. I, I looked at the download numbers. There was really no peak. They just kept going up, 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 up. Yes. And I was like, ay, ay, ay. Joel, ay, ay, is what I was thinking. <laughs> and then I saw it. I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> And so there were a lot of different things here. First of all, what kind of uh, reaction did you – first of all, you don't just listen to the podcast. Well, first of all, you don't smoke peyote. That's one thing. You know. <laughs> what kind of reaction – that's oh, Phil Jackson, well, by the way, from is, years ago. Yes, it's just – anytime you begin a sentence with first of all, well, I feel like you, you have to. And, and what a great – Laugh. That sounds like a laugh track from like Full House, doesn't it? Like that is the best organic, real laugh track I've ever heard in my life. First of all, you don't kill a coyote. Well, first of all, you don't smoke peyote. That's one thing you know. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's like so good. It, you know, Joey Gladstone walks in and says, "Cut it out." <laughs> so I mean, seriously, that is just tremendous. No, but I got yeah. a lot. I mean. One John Niatawa called me to Ooh, talk wow. a little Creighton Sweet 16, and he wanted to first talk about that pod. And he was like, that hit tickled me in a way. At one point, he said he couldn't see. He was laughing so hard he had tears in his eyes. <laughs> and then, obviously, the guy who maybe enjoyed it more than anybody was John Bishop. <laughs> I mean, Bishop said he'll never look at the song Money Money the same. <laughs> Okay, so it's in that vein. There were a lot of folks out there that were sending in ideas and certain things and things that, you know, they, they were building on what we did. Good. And I was like, you know what? That's a good thought. I like it. So, by the way, getting back to Bishop, before we get to what I'm going to play for you here, did he? It seemed like from his, his twittering and tweeting that he enjoyed it. Oh, he loved it. I mean, <laughs> loved it. There was no, there wasn't any moment of like, oh, you're laughing at me. Like he loved every second of it. He really, 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 really thoroughly enjoyed it. So no, there was none. There was no hurt feelings. He loved it. Well, good because he is. He has always been one of my favorite people because he pours his emotions into everything that he does. And he's so good-natured, and he doesn't take himself seriously. He's he's the consummate Omaha media guy and that work hard, but don't take yourself too seriously. That's what it needs to be. That's how yeah. I always was. Yeah. That's how you are. He has zero ego. You're right. Like, the more you think oh, about yeah. it, like that guy has no... None. None. But that's <laughs> also... Because like, sometimes you go, this guy's got no ego. You think, like, well, is he a pushover? Like, no, John's not a pushover. John will... Oh. John's no. got some fire in him, you know, but, like... He does not take himself serious whatsoever. It's great. Um, That's great, man. That's great, man. So he's doing some good things. Okay, no, he's not. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm glad. I'm glad about that because he has given a lot. And I, if here's another tip for those who listen to this podcast: always listen to the very end. There's usually a couple of little treats, maybe an Easter egg there at the end. And last week, we changed the outro song. We said, move over, Matt Davison. In comes John Bishop. And I am fine with leaving it that way. I'm fine with it. I never thought I'd see the day where Davison gets taken out of the, the outro. Who can argue, though? 
How can you argue against that? But you're right. Like, you know, you'd eat a you'd eat cereal for that little like somewhere there was a toy inside. You'd buy Fruit Loops, and there was like you know something in there. You're like, I am crushing all of this until I get that toy. That's what the chicken egg pot is for the outro. You never know what's going to happen at the end of it. There's a very there's always a drop or something that sums up maybe what the episode was right at the very end. Like you have to listen to the bitter, bitter, nasty end. Of this uh, it gets nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about what you said last night. They were peeing their pants. Peeing their pants. <laughs> All right. So Bishop supplies that, and we are going to just, I'm, I'm going to keep the intro like that because it's just so good. It's so genuine. It has to stay. So, but then people were sending in, like, hey, here's, you know, I, I couldn't listen to this song without thinking of this. I could. The song, people, (laughs) the drops are ruining people's lives. They're ruining the way people listen to sentences, listen to words, perceive reality. It's terrible. It's just, it's terrible. It's not good. So I just want to play for you this. Uh, I was working on this, and you tell me what you think. Here we go. All right. He's in perfect. Everything's perfect about it. It flows perfectly. Better than you imagined. But you tried to do it off the cuff last yeah, week. And it didn't. I mean, it didn't was do it fine. David Justice or Travis Justice. It did do it Travis Justice again. Oh, my God. I love it. I've never loved something more. Okay, so Billy Idol, I don't think that's what he had in mind with that song. I don't think so. I don't think so. But it worked. And there was one other thing here that I'll try with you. All right. You let me know what you think. This was another one of those that was sent in um, that people did it by themselves. I said, you know what? Appreciate all the work you're doing. We'll just leave it to the professionals. Here's what this was. Fellas, you think we could listen to the radio or something? Radio? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who needs a radio? Ready, Harry? <laughs> Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no way. Bishop's in the back of the car. He's with Harry and Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to Aspen. They are. Who needs the radio? Who needs the radio? Ready, Harry? (laughs) Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, I am blown away. Moni Moni. Right. And then Dumb and Dumber, his yeah doesn't just, you know, sometimes you shoot, you know, you'll you'll square peg, round hole, uh, <laughs> a, you know, a sound bite. That, like, fits perfectly for it's both amazing. of them. It's just utterly amazing. Like, there wasn't a lot of massaging of that. No. None that had to be done. Just throw in a little bishop, and it's checkmate. Oh, checkmate. God. I mean, I almost think we wrap it up. I mean, how are Good we going to? Yeah, yep. Appreciate everybody joining us. Email laugh at chicken Nick and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> wow, Matt! So thank you to John Bishop for just oh. continuing. And again, the end of the show, if you don't stick around to the end, you don't know what you've been missing. We'll, John Bishop will be around for a while on this podcast. For I, mean, a while. I mean, again, I thought, Matt, you know, that's the beauty of the chicken Nick show is you never know what next week's episode is going to bring. But I am, I mean, I think, I think John Bishop's going to have a hold of that portion of the outro for a very long time. I don't, I don't see him moving off of that uh, perch and I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 (laughs) 
Which do you prefer? Do you think you prefer Moni Moni or do you prefer Dumb and Dumber? I I like I actually like Moni Moni because of the of the part where it quickens. Yeah. Like it's just just Stupid. There were so many people last week talking about how they couldn't. I, I got this more than a few times about people who said it was the one episode in a while that they've had to listen to again. Right. Because it's one of those like when, the first time you watched Napoleon Dynamite, it was good. But the second time you watched it, it was infinitely better because you're building up knowing that it's coming. Right. right. It didn't. And so there's something about knowing there's some comedy coming <laughs> with the, and you sounding like you're getting slapped by Bishop. Oh, it's just so, so good. good. It's, so, it's good. so good. I thought that 12-second soundbite was tremendous and would provide a lot, but you don't know until you really slide it under the microscope of really your mind. What you're, what you're really going to see when you slide it under that microscope? Because Lord have mercy, that was oh. outstanding. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, so appreciate all the uh, the responses that we got to that. And again, record numbers of downloads. It was, it was just a fun. It's uh, we always said, and and I've I've had some people email about you know thanking us for doing the show and stuff. My response is always, I never, we never know. You and I never know. <laughs> It was the same when we hosted the show. Never know when you turn the mics off and send it out into the universe or you turn the mics off and the radio show is over. If people were enjoying it, even close to what you enjoyed it, we just wanted to have fun while we worked. And the fact that people are enjoying it, maybe even more than we were, is as satisfying a feeling as you can have leaving leaving a show or a podcast. That's exactly it's really, right. It's fun. Well, I and like I, it. It's fun. Now that we're talking about that, or my, John did say that when I was talking to Niatawa, he said, you know, it just shows you that every, no matter how old you are, everybody has that, I'm paraphrasing here, like everybody sure. has that side, that side of them or something still inside them that just wants to be goofy, you know, and wants to, wants to just let it all out and, and laugh and just kind of tap into kind of that dumb part of your brain. And that's what that, certainly that episode, extremely dumb. Right? Absolutely dumb. Oh, gosh. Um, it's the show and the podcast that you're embarrassed to like, and we're fine with it. We're <laughs> absolutely fine with you feeling that way. Chicken Nick, you like it. You'd just rather not admit it. Don't worry. We understand. Um, speaking of Niatawa, because we eventually we'll start doing some guests every once in a while just to bring people on, just to talk and catch up. Because, you know, I don't know, do people get to interact with John Niatawa like they used to or hear his personality? At times. So, I mean, he's still, I mean, for a long does time. Does he still for, do guest appearances? For a while, the World Herald was banned from going on 1620. Oh, I know. And it was not tight. <laughs> but now they've lifted the ban, ban no more, and... So yeah, John John still goes on with sixteen twenty on various shows and and that deep voice just yeah I know. Oh, so good. Yeah I know. 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 What was the other part of the question? Yeah I know. Yeah I know. <laughs> Tony he was so deep. All right. Let's do a quick sixty second uh flashback. To Johnny Attell was always good with our show, and give him a, he he likes our pod. We'll give him the love back here. If you like us, we'll like you. That's the agreement. It is conditional love, okay? <laughs> just like second, a father and son. That's it. It's just like that. The second you don't like us, well, guess what, pal? We don't like you. <laughs> our love is contingent on your love for us. Ball, if that changes, so does ours. The ball is in your court. What you that's do it. with it. Totally dictates what we do. So totally fine. You move. We used to have Neatel on. Some of the great things about our old show is that we would have the whiteboard of guests, and we patented it after and patterned it after on Sportsmanlike Conduct, where they would have their weekly guests, right? Their daily guests every week. So they'd have whatever it was Mitch Sherman on a Monday, 
Did they talk to Sip? Did they Sip talk up. to yeah, Sip? Yeah, maybe it was. I think it was Sip. Sip on a Monday. It's hard tell in the press box. Um, they talked to, well, you know what they did every Thursday? Mitch was Sherman they, on the Tuesday. Kent Walgamot on Thursday. You remember, you, you remember the fugitive? That was every Thursday. And that's when you would ask, when Michael Severe would ask Kent Walgamot, the movie reviewer, the movie critic, the, the big question. Yeah, yeah. Did she get naked in the buck seats? Did she go to hubacost.com and get naked in the buck seats? <laughs> so... Those were questions. Lee that Sterling were would come on on a Friday, and wrong team is favored. <laughs> Michigan, seven points, wins outright. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wrong team favored. <laughs> I was wanting him to just just wind that wrong up more. Just. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a tornado siren. And Lee, what do you see in that game? <laughs> yeah, we'll come back on 1620 as Lee finishes his sentence next. He comes back. <laughs> oh, he's still not. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back real quick. Michael, do you hubacost.com read? Then Lee will be finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did she get naked in the bucket seats? Just go to hubacost.com and get naked in the bucket seats. Wrong team flavor. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, back to the whiteboard. <laughs> so when we took over our when we did the morning show, we'd go, okay, so they have Mitch. Who are we getting? Right? And it was always, all right, they got the big time writer. Who are we gonna get? We so we got the next best. Like, okay, we'll take Nia Tau. Hey, 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 hey. Who did we have that is now a superstar? Sam McEwen. Sam McEwen, dog. We was all about Sam McEwen, dog. Are you guys going? We was all yeah. about him. We was at the, the Nebraska State Paper. Was that what Nebraska it was? NebraskaStatePaper.com. First of all, first of all, you don't log on to statepaper.com. <laughs> well, first of all, you don't smoke peyote. That's one thing you don't know. Okay. <laughs> Question. What sounds more like a real website? NebraskaStatePaper.com or... How dare you.com? How dare you.com? You need to log on to NebraskaStatePaper.com. That's a great question. I'm going to. That's a great question. Kypus and Lee Sterling talking to each other. That'd be quite the, the ordeal. Okay, sorry. I'm derailing your what you're trying to set up a Neotawa flashback, and we're about six minutes into the setup. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to, I was trying to get that. To, you know, first of all, you don't interrupt me like that. Well, first of all, you don't smoke peyote. That's one thing you don't. Know. Oh, laugh track. God, that's good. I just went to NebraskaStatePaper.com. It doesn't exist. Oh, no, so, Sam. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. No, it wasn't NebraskaStatePaper.com. It was the Omaha World Heritage Company. No, it was Omaha.com. Sorry about that. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. Mic drop. Fantastic. Just simply fantastic, right? We get a lot of <sighs> we get a lot of people that are that reference <laughs> that reference that drop. <laughs> oh man, it's really just not that funny, but it's really funny at the same time. Oh, it's just a big shame. Oh, just a big, big shame. Reiki. Okay, so what so, happened? What happened with Neatawa? So uh, yeah, let's let's get back here. Let's to, uh, let's, get, let's get let's get let's get let's get let's get to a let's get to a flashback that's worth listening to. Let's let's get let's get, a, let's get somebody who asks a question that's worth answering. All right. So uh, Neatawa was always on our show uh, mm-hmm. about once a week, and we always had fun with him. We you remember how we always left? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was what. The point to ponder, right? The po- the point to Christian the ponder. The point to he Christian just, ponder, yes. He would usually leave us with, like, some hip-hop lyric right, or something. Right, right. I mean, so typical. And 
<laughs> Very typical for our show. That's right. That's right. That's all we did on the show. That's exactly so anyway, right. That's exactly right. He was always good. And uh, here is here's a, a segment where we we had our deep voice guy do a bunch of sounders for our show for our certain guests. And this one didn't go as well. Here was uh, Neotawa with us. <laughs> All right, John, before we begin, I did want to let you know. <laughs> How do we transition? No. Find a way to segue out of this. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this, uh, move our show into the upright position here and, and lock in <laughs> and, and just tell you that, you know, we had Brian Christopherson uh, at the Lincoln Journal Star and Dirk Chatlin of the Omaha World Herald. I think you know both of these, uh, these gentlemen. And, yeah. and we had them on this week, and we had new uh, voice liners for them. Uh, as kind of a New Year's gift. Um, now, we write these out, and we hope that the deep voice guy, Jim Cutler, can can get it correct. Uh, yours is Niatawa. I do want to play this and just, 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 you just, you just let me know if you want us to keep it, all right? Shay, go ahead. John Niatawa. <laughs> Johnny Ottawa? Johnny, and so from that point on, Johnny Ottawa was known as Johnny Ottawa. Johnny Ottawa. Johnny Ottawa. That's exactly, that's it. Yes, Johnny Ottawa. That's it. Johnny Ottawa. Oh, so, what a guy. What a little, voice. It was fun. Neotawa, we love you. We miss you. Thanks I for miss listening. miss you. So, thank you. We miss thank you. you. miss you. Uh, we got the drop-off tournament to get to. We, uh, we've got some controversy going on with that. Just let's, let's dive into Creighton here. All right. We'll get to the drop-off tournament and it'll be done. All right, a quick timeout from the best conversation you've ever heard here on the Chicken Nick Show. For our friends here at The Beanery, great sponsor of this show, we always tell you, support the businesses that support this show and this podcast. It's just a great way to let others know the power of this show, the reach of this show, and also let Paul know that you like his coffee and his drinks and everything that he's about. Well, you're talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. We, well, listen, we do know something about this whole thing. And you know what else we know? If you go to the beanery, you will not get your Chan Hope Park game right. I had a lot of diarrhea. But you will get your coffee game right. That's exactly right. Indeed, Jay. Uh, get the Chicken Nick drink, which is delicious. You can purchase a $25 gift card. And if you do that, you'll get a free drink to go along with it. Oh, that does get you feeling good. The Beanery, they got locations in Gretna, Ashland, and Papillion, so it's easier to get to, but listen here, Shake, listen. But if you want The Beanery to come to you, just email info at thebeanerycoffee.com. That's info at thebeanerycoffee.com, and they'll send a coffee truck to your business or school. And don't forget, you can't keep the truck. They're not sending you that as a gift. Someone will be driving said truck to your business or school. You do not get to keep it. It's not that great of a deal. However, they will send it to you uh, manned, uh, operated, and they will be serving you uh, and your loved ones, colleagues, etc. A reminder to go to the beanery, grab a drink, and make sure you take a selfie holding said drink. They'll put your name into a drawing for a $20 gift card. They're just giving everything away. And with lattes, mochas, cappuccinos, teas, smoothies, and everything in between. It's the Beanery, the official coffee provider of the Chick and Nick Show. Wow. The, what are your uh, thoughts, comments, the... questions, concerns regarding the fanny waxing that took place inside Hinkle Fieldhouse with I-I-I-I-I-E taking down Creighton? What you got for me, brother? Uh, did they get their fannies waxed? Yeah. yeah. All right. This was, a, uh, this was a game I actually... You have notes? No, well, I just took a, a few. As you're watching the game, you're like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. Is this interesting? Yeah. Okay. So you start writing some things down. The game was essentially lost in the first half. Uh, the, game was, Matt. the game was lost the first half. It was uh, from the 10-19 mark of the first half to the 327 mark. They were 1 of 11 shooting and scored two points. They scored eight points in the final 10-18 of the first half. And then that, with the first five minutes of the second half, 15-minute stretch, five field goals, 10 points. 
just couldn't buy a bucket. That's I mean, it. that's really yeah. – it's a make-or-miss league, Nick. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah, got to make shots. Make or miss right, going to have to make some shots, right? I mean, that's just how – that's how it goes. But, no, you're – I mean, and the thing about it is, in particular, from about the – Gosh, I would say I think it was like the 8:30 mark till about the 5:30 mark. It stayed at 32 to 27. And it wasn't like Gonzaga was scoring a lot for a stretch right. there. And so Creighton's Pella window of opportunity, you know Creighton's Pella window of opportunity if you are interested in putting in a new set of windows, go to PellaOmaha.com. And in fact, their showroom is open for business. You can stop in. Sometimes bad, it actually helps to, uh, you know, feel the window, see it, open it, close it, to know exactly what you're installing into your home. And That's- then... <laughs> And then on your way home, you can stop at Ronza and have a, a ask about the secret recipe that nobody knows about. Yeah, that's right. It's the Ruben Runza. It is everything you love about a Ruben wrapped up inside the greatness of a Runza. Get to Runza today. And while you're there, tell them your pal Nick Boss sent you. All right, back to the Creighton Gonzaga game. <laughs> but that, but there was a window there, Shickless, from a, from about the eight and a half minute mark to about the five and a half minute mark, where Gonzaga wasn't scoring. But Creighton went ice cold, and that coincided with Christian Bishop was on the bench with foul trouble. And that also was when Coach McDermott was trying to steal a break for Zegarowski, and there was like a two-minute stretch where there was no dead ball to get Zegarowski back into the game. It felt like that. I think I told John, I think during the break, I'm like, that felt like the stretch to get in the game. John, do you agree with me? And I was like, see, yep, I mean, calm down a little bit, John, but that's it. But that was the stretch. Yeah. And they just couldn't. I mean, Creighton was going to have to have their A game. And in particular, they're going to have to have a great day shooting the ball. They go five for 23 from three. I mean, it's not. I mean, we can talk about I-I-I-I-I-I-I and, you know, the game plan that lent itself to Nemhard and I-I-I-I waxing. That is! But, I mean, really, it came down to Creighton was just. Not getting her done from the three-point line. It was a disaster. They were outmatched. I mean, it's just really what it yeah. comes down to. Now, here's the here's the deal here. Gonzaga's this is what they do. They get to the Elite Eight. And it's their fourth Elite Eight appearance for Mark Few since he took over. That's 1999-2000. That's, yeah. tied for, that's top ten most in that span. That's, yeah. that's amazing what they're, what they're able to do. Creighton is now 0-7 all-time against top four seeds in the NCAA tournament. They've lost all seven. By double digits. Not good. That's All not set. good. 18-point loss, the team's third largest in a tournament game. Look at you with nugs. In you program history. Chicken nuggets for it, Doug. She's just me reading off uh, the ESPN stats and info group. I'm just, you related like, it like. Was it an 18-point uh, loss? Gosh. What is that? Their third largest in a tournament game in you program know, Mark history. Mark took over in like 99, and this is their eighth elite eight in the tournament. How many double straight double digit wins for for Gonzaga's at twenty six or something like that? <laughs> you, you, I, I was buying what you were selling. It's too bad like we're zooming, and I can tell you were reading something. I was like, he's yeah, a no, liar. I always have to insert some uhs and ums to right. make you think I'm not reading. Like you're searching for it in your brain. Like you're filing yeah. through your brain for something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Gonzaga, fifth elite eight appearance, something like that. God, I had to tell my head. Fifth Elite Eight, maybe? Probably. Yeah. That seems about right. And Gonzaga didn't even play that well. No, that's the thing that's kind of scary. It's like, like, I thought Gonzaga played like their C game, <laughs> yeah. and they and they they hammered Creighton. But at the same time, I thought Creighton played like, I would give them like, they played like their D-level game. And that's yeah. what, the thing that was weird, though, was it, it didn't feel like, and maybe I'm seeing what I want to see, it didn't feel like Gonzaga was necessarily... I feel like Creighton was more missing, just missing shots than necessarily Gonzaga, like, taking Creighton out of what they wanted to do. Yeah. So maybe there's there's a little bit of that, too. But, no, you're there's no doubt that it felt like Kispert, Suggs, didn't really do a ton, and they hung 83 on Creighton and didn't even break a sweat. And Creighton is the greatest team of all time, so that is a, quite the accomplishment. Are they? Yeah. All right. Okay. Dana, are they? No. no. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Tough, tough end. Here's the good. Here's the good thing about this. Okay. You can officially say that Creighton maxed out. Creighton maxed out. Now here's the uh, here's the other way you could think about this. 
is that if they're a five seed in like the Midwest region, right? Like they're a five seed in the in the East region. Mm-hmm. No. There are opportunities there, so it's not about it's as you as you look at the Midwest specifically, you go. It's not just about playing well; it's also getting favorable matchups. Houston, as a two seed, could get to the Final Four with playing no single digit seats. This whole construct of the NCAA tournament is insane and perfectly imperfect, and that's why we love it. But the fact is, you don't have to play. Houston doesn't have to play essentially a top twenty five team, right? <laughs> to get to the final four, and that's just the way it is. So Creighton, you put them in another part of the bracket. Who the heck knows? They just so happen to be matched up, and, and they caught a break against UCSB. You, you understand yeah, that? And, that and they caught a yeah, and way. they caught a break playing Ohio too. They, you know, Virginia, Virginia gets COVID, which makes it so they can't prepare that week. So Ohio beats it. So like, but Creighton caught breaks. Br- as long as Gonzaga won, the brick road was there. The that's week. the thing, and I think that was the. Uh, I might have said this out loud last week, but like. That was a part of what lent itself even to celebrating the Sweet 16, maybe even more so than than you would have, because you knew what was coming. Like, you knew, celebrate it now, because you're going to get your fannies waxed tomorrow. Because it ain't happening. I'm serious. Did any pundit on any platform anywhere pick Creighton to beat Gonzaga? Uh, Let me see. No. No. But but that usually you know there's there's always there was some one guy, wise guy, one guy who said they're going to win this game. One guy, who was it? Yeah, John Bishop. <laughs> he doesn't count. Okay, he right. he his vote doesn't count. All right, but usually there's one wise guy that overthink like you know actually I think that the Creighton actually is going to be able to get one point one point four point possessions if they go against Timmy in the left block and they're going to you know like have you seen my stapler? Have you seen my stapler? <laughs> Milton from Office Space was the only one to pick. <laughs> Mr. Lumberg told me to talk to payroll, and then payroll told me to talk to Mr. Lumberg, and I, I still haven't received my paycheck, and he took my stapler, and he never brought it back, and then they moved my desk to storage room B, and there was garbage on it. Ah! It makes no sense. It doesn't. But my point is, nobody <laughs> was picking Creighton to win this game. And so I think that's what... Made this it, you the second you saw that bracket you were like whoa, I mean cue up Tom Osborne I thought whoa I thought whoa, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. that's a, everybody probably knew this was there was an inevitability to like okay you're gonna hopefully break like my whole thought was like all right here we go let's try to you got a very because I thought they had a very favorable situation with UC Santa Barbara and then Virginia and their situation I'm like okay got a great opportunity here to finally kind of. Check that box off of the monkey on your back, all that stuff, and get into the Sweet 16, and then you're probably going to get the Gonzaga and you're going to be in big trouble. And that's kind of what ended up happening. I just I just hoped, and this sounds like a loser's mentality, I, like heading into the game, I was like, you know what, Creighton's probably going to lose this game. Don't but get just, waxed. Well, or just play well. Even if yeah. you just play well and still lose, let's say Creighton would have, the, the margin is still the same, but they played well, you can live with it. It was like, it wasn't even necessarily about getting waxed. It was just like, just go play how you're capable of playing. Right. And whatever that the, the final score ends up being, fine. But- right, because you saw Wolken before the, before the game tweeting out, I feel like this is the game that this is the easiest skippable, don't even watch it type of game that there ever is going to be. And like, then you're like, oh, Crate, you better win this game. Now. Shut up, Dan Wolken. Shut up. <laughs> Give you a misery index. Guess who's number one on my misery index? Dan Walken! <laughs> I should have responded with that. Can I retroactively go back in time? If I get a time machine, I would go back in time, and that would be my reaction to... Uh... Guess who's on my number one on my misery index? Dan I Man, I missed That's a, a good great one. opportunity there. I should have uh, gone with Jerk Store. Jerk Turn Store. The... I'm going Turn with Jerk Store. I'm going with misery index. Misery index is the line. <laughs> I'm going with Jerk Store. Jerk store is the line. Ah! <laughs> Should have done it, but yeah. Damn. So I mean, not good. I mean, because it didn't even feel like. Did it even feel like Gonzaga like broke a sweat? Like it didn't even feel like they like. Yeah, not really. I mean, not really. I mean, when you get when you get, you know, I, I, Timmy. I, I, Timmy's got a jumper. Timmy's got a move. Timmy. Timmy's got post moves. <laughs> Timmy. Timmy likes working around the hoop. Timmy likes the up and under. Hey. 
Jimmy! <laughs> Great game. Oh, yeah. Jimmy played pretty good. <laughs> Jimmy likes it. They, they have, you, you look at them top to bottom, you just go, okay, now, now if you haven't watched them this year, you understand the gap because they've got, they've got guys everywhere. I mean, They're it's just nuts. so deep. They've got mismatches if you want them. They've got guys who can get out and run. They've got multi-sport athletes. They look like what a Duke should look like. Right. Right? They look like what a Kentucky should look like, and they play like it. It's just they score so easy. Yeah. Like it's just easy for them to get 80. I mean, they average 92 a game, and, yeah, it just – Creighton for Creighton to have a shot, they, didn't, they couldn't afford – because they were going to sell out to Timmy Suggs and – and Kispert, and they couldn't afford to have Ayayi, and Nemhard to go off, and those guys did their thing for that chicken wing. So you know they did, in fact, they, they did, did in fact do their thing for that chicken wing. You know, what was sad to see lose, and we didn't get to this last week. Was uh, or are you? <laughs> are are you in the Sweet Sixteen? I didn't see him there. Uh, were you in the locker room? I didn't see him there. Or are you trying to get into the Elite Eight? I didn't see in there. Uh, were you in the locker room? I didn't see in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was Carl Pellini back in the day when. Who at, what was that from? Was that from Dirk? I think Dirk was challenging him on something. That was also the what are you trying to do type of exchange. And then he said, you know, he's asking about guys and how they felt afterwards or something. You know, oh, were you in the locker room? I didn't see it. Oh, were you in the locker room? I didn't see it. How are you? That's my favorite. How are you in the locker room? How are you in the locker room? People were tweeting at us about, or are you uh, for Oral Roberts? <laughs> or are you going to upset Ohio State and see it? Oh, were you in the locker room? I didn't see it. You remember you? what we would shout in, yes. the, in the studio? How are you? Like, how are you? How are you? How are you? I mean, it was like. <laughs> And then, and then we would, we would yell it like, "Are you?" <laughs> that drop just was became about the beginning of it. You know, it's not even it's it's not even about that. I didn't see in there. It's the "Are you?" Are you in? Are you in? Are you in? Carl, Carl, we love you, Carl. I miss you, I Carl miss Bellini. You a lot. But yeah, so yep. yada right. yada yada. Gonzaga's going to the Elite Eight. You know, That's same fine, brother. Speaking of the Elite Eight, we got to get to our drop-off tournament. We have an issue here. Uh-oh. Where we did the voting, and we get hundreds of votes. And that's literal, because I think it's close to 600. <laughs> we had, um, in the McKinney region, the it closed. The three-seed Scotch Frost, Are You By Yourself, uh, was in a tough matchup. Are You By Yourself? Was in a... Was in a tough matchup with Greg Sharp, Big Mac Sack. Big Mac Sack. Ooh. In the drop-off tournament, they went 50-50. I think it was 642 votes. They each split it. You're like right down dead even, 50-50? Dead even, 50-50. So we're going to have to add a runoff, essentially a runoff election. Other drops and listeners are going to be moving to that region so they can cast their votes <laughs> <laughs> for this runoff election. We'll, we'll post that Whoa. later in the day on Monday. Gonna have a sudden death. First vote wins. <laughs> Do you imagine that? You should post it. Say we got a sudden death vote off. First vote wins. We could just treat it like the first four, where it's just Scotch Frost slash Greg Sharp. And if you know if they if they win, then then we'll determine it. At, about at that. The end. So for for the next matchup, you're really whoever whoever that drops facing is really facing two drops. That's right, and that's a tough that's a that's tough, a tough thing because. They would face, and just to recap, I want to recap the other votes in this very important <laughs> event in our time. So in the drop-off tournament, it is final. Uh, the soybean region, I'm fed up. This is Big Red Football defeats who wouldn't want to be in Matt Schick's bedroom. 90% to 10%. Well, was, you know, that's, uh, that's what you expect. That's right. That's what you 620 expect. votes, 90% of them went to Greg Sharp. Uh, then we had... In the soybean region, the three seed and the two seed, Magic Johnson's dead legs lost to caller Chris. I apologize. 63%, 
37%. I love that's, you, Magic, but I'm not too good. surprised. Are you surprised with that no. outcome? I'm actually happy because I we're all pulling for I apologize <laughs> at this point. Um, it's the, the feel-good story of the drop-off tournament. Long time he, coming. Yeah. Yeah, the show, the show was canceled before he was able to take part in the drop-off tournament. And yeah. so we're pulling for him. We're pulling for him. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a two seed. I apologize. No, you should have been a one seed. I apologize. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. So I want him to do well. I apologize. We're, you know what? If he wins, we're gonna track him down and get him on the show. We're gonna, he'll be the first guest. <laughs> um, McKinney Region. Ronnie Green's might that topic be revisited? I don't know. Captured seventy four percent of the vote. Defeating Rudolph the Red, Ro- <laughs> Red Nose Reindeers brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Board. Has that sentence ever been uttered outside no. of this show? Never. Never. I say that with confidence. And that's sad to see that one go yeah. because of the beginning of it. Like, Rudolph! Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeers brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Board! <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so that one but loses. I mean, you're up against a monster in Ronnie Green. I mean, what yeah. are you going to do? Seventy-four percent to twenty-six percent. Ronnie wins that one. So, uh, the Are You by Yourself and Big Mac Sack. We're going to have uh, an additional one. We'll run it again through the week. We'll run it back. Run it back. So that's what we got going on there. Uh, are you ready for the left side of the bracket? Of course I am. Okay, and all of these matchups will appear on Twitter at some point on Monday. Keep checking back; they will be there. But um, it is now time. It is now time to look at the left side of the bracket. Here we go. And here are your matchups. It's exciting. I'm not happy about that. You're crap. You're a clown. What are you, 10? What's going on, Bubba? You obviously don't understand Nebraska football. From Her Dad Media, it's the 2021 Chick and Nick Show Drop-Off Tournament. Wonderful. Today... The number one overall seed is in action. Wonderful. In the Beatery region, the number one overall seed, Nick Baugh doing his Michael Severe impersonation, which will get reported to HR. Chevy Equinox with a bucket seat. Taking on the four seed in the Beatery region, the moderator at a Joe Paterno news conference, queuing up a guy named Paul for a question. Over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Then it's the number two seed in the Beanery region, Matt Davison. Excited about a touchdown for Nebraska or the fact that he gets mac and cheese for dinner. Yes! Taking on the number three seed, Bill Cosby. Wondering if Nick Baugh just asked him a question. And your question is? Then it's the number one seed in the Revolution Raps bracket, Michael Jordan allowing fat guys to, for once in their life, identify with Michael Jordan. I eat the pizza. All by myself. Nobody else eats. Eat the pizza. Taking on the number four seed, a guy who gets compared to Michael Jordan, saying not only did he not eat anything, he didn't smoke anything either. I wasn't smoking hookah, but I was there. The number two seed in the region, Nick Baugh, shouting something at Matt Schick that did not require shouting. You are on a panel! Taking on the number three seed in the region, Bo Pelini, in awe of his own strength while putting. It felt like I smoked it, you know what I mean? And those are your matchups for this week in the drop-off tournament. Catch the fever. Wow. Wow, my friend. Those are some tough matchups. Really Really interesting, interesting matchups there. Going to agonize over who's advancing with those, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to pump out uh, all of those, those four matchups, we'll put those out, especially with uh, the, the runoff one that we'll have. So we'll have an additional one, and hopefully, be, I mean, take this seriously, folks. This is it's a big deal. I, I, I don't want to say this is life or death, but it absolutely is. Yes, these drops have worked really hard to get to this point in their life, okay? so They have. It's too bad they we have. couldn't. The John Bishop, yeah, came a little late because ma- the matchup everybody wants to see is is – Matt Davidson and John Bishop going at it in a drop-off. And you know what? Maybe when this whole thing is over, we can do one of those third-place games or something like that, right? right? Like, right. hey, 
you know, how about how about the runner-up of this take on? This? Eh, sure, fine. But, you know, it's like the national champion taking on an NFL team. Fine, we'll see. Let's see Don't what happens. Let's see what happens. Bishop's made a big run, made a lot of noise lately. Yeah! I'm sure Matt's never backed down from a competition. Yes! Yes, yeah. Let's settle it once for all. Yeah? That'd be a great way to do it. And I hope we can, we can eventually uh, see those uh, together because I think, I, I think Bishop would – my guess would be that Bishop would win yeah. because of the, the recency bias. It, well, I don't, I, you the, know only, what I mean? the only thing is that when you release the Nebraska football army on any sort of polling, like Matt's going to – he's a Husker legend. It's a, it's a hard thing to take down a legend, but boy, oh, boy. Just, just listen to the drops and tell me you're not leaning Bishop at this point. Yeah! Yes! Mm, Come tough. on now. Tough. That's the matchup we all want. Tough to figure it out. There. It is. So that, see what happens. Yeah. Uh, see I what mean, happens with that. Continue to vote. Wrap this thing up, brother. What's that? Are we going to wrap this thing up, brother? I mean, I, I got nothing left. I mean, we're at the 50 minute mark. Left. We've done, we've done, I mean, we have some minutes we wish to get it back. For the most part, we're doing some good things. I hope so. Um, we're, you know, Michigan won today. So that's exciting. It is exciting. It's exciting. So good. Uh, you, as as I was searching for that, you were mouthing it out. What were? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's like it's like a punt is is a classic. It's almost like a punt, right? But I think my favorite doc is we gonna we gonna continue to do that. We gonna continue to get our brains beat in. I couldn't remember if it was brains beat in or brains beat out. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Both right. are not good. Let's listen. Let's end with. Doc Sadler, this will be the last thing you hear before we get to McKinney. Of course, always listen to the very end, John Bishop in the remix. And In fact, Doc Sadler was also an honorary coach for the Creighton Blue Jays. And after they went to Bill Snyder, they went to Doc and said, Doc, what do you think about the way that you guys played tonight? And this is what he said. We'll, we'll see you next week. If we're going to continue to do that, we're going to continue to get our brains beat out. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. Shit and Nick, yeah! Shit and Nick, yeah! Shit and Nick show, yeah! Here we go! Hoda Media Production.